All right, Fritz Berger and bloodandfaith.com. It's uh, Tuesday. It's the 3rd of January, first work day of the new year. <coughs> As you know, I say provocative things. That's what Politico says, but I say provocative things. I'm racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, and anti-Semitic. And I don't do that just to get my jollies. I've, I've long thought that the sickness that we have in this country that indeed is rooted deeply in the evangelical church cannot be excised without some, some radical changes. Radical changes. The fruit of the evangelical experience in the 20th century and the early 21st century is America in 2023. The fruit of the Christian church in America and in the West, Europe, Canada, Scandinavia, none of you are exempt from this, is the conditions of our culture and society at this current time. How, old, how can you deny that? How do you, know, how do you know a man by his fruits? How do you know the condition of the church? What kind of fruit is it bearing? If the salt's no good, it's tossed out and it's trampled under the feet of men. That's the condition and the description of the evangelical church around the world today. It's worthless. It's good for nothing. It's been cast out and trampled under the feet of men. Why? Because we've gone the way of the Jews. I'm telling you, we've gone the way of the Jews. We've said, yeah, we got the law, we got the law, we got the prophets, we've got the gospels, we've got the epistles, we have the revelation. But we don't like what it says. And so we're going to come up with the traditions of man that's going to overrule and override what it says in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, and on and on and on, and the book of Revelation. Yeah, we don't like that part. We don't like Jesus, uh, the original. It used to be a commercial a long time ago. It said, Coke, uh, Coke, uh, it's the real thing. Nobody liked not a lot of people liked Jesus Christ 1.0. They murdered him. Let's, let's be frank. They murdered him. Now, who is Jesus Christ? He's God incarnate. And this is nothing new. This is nothing new. You go back throughout the history of mankind. Mankind has said, yeah, God, I got you. Great. You do you, and we're going to do us. A rejection of the Creator. And so when the Creator shows up in the person of Jesus Christ, it's like, yeah... Now we're going to murder you because we kind of like our own little thing here. We like the vineyard. We're going to keep it for ourselves. We're going to take you out of the vineyard, and we're going to murder you and keep the vineyard for yourself. What does the king say? He says, bring those men to me. I'm going to destroy those men, and I'm going to give the vineyard to somebody else. And the Jews knew that Jesus Christ was talking to them. He, he, they're very, they're, it's very clear. Go read that in Matthew chapter 21. And so we fast forward to, you know, 2023. And we've got an evangelical church that says, yeah, you know, we, we you know, we're, we're, you know, what would Jesus do? But the church doesn't do what Jesus does. Please, please, please. When's the last time you heard a, a, a pastor quote 1 Thessalonians 2.15? Claiming that the Jews are the enemies of all mankind. When's the last time you heard a pastor quote Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9? saying that the Jews, they're not even real Jews, they're false Jews, they're liars. 
and they're a, of a, the synagogue of Satan. Satan. When's the last time you heard a pastor say that from the, the, the pulpit? When's the last time you heard a pastor say from the pulpit, uh, John chapter 8, verses 31 through 59, where Jesus Christ looks at the Jews and he says, if you were the sons of Abraham, you would have believed in me. But you were of your father, the devil, and you do the things that your father does. He was a liar and a murderer from the beginning. When's the last time you heard that from the pulpit? When's the last time you heard a, a pastor or preacher stand up in the pulpit and, and go through the, the greatest sermon that was ever given in the history of mankind, except for the sermons of Jesus Christ? And that was Stephen. Stephen, Acts chapter 7. Stephen's out there in Acts chapter 6. He's doing these miracles. He's doing these great things. He's, he's preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. He's declaring that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And the Jews come up and said, hey, you can't do this. You can't say this. And they arrest him, and they bring him before the Sanhedrin, bring him before the chief priest, bring him, bring him before the council. Stephen unloads on him. He unloads on him. Absolutely unloads upon the Jews. Unloads. He says, you're doing exactly everything your ancestors did, everything your fathers did. Which of the prophets did they not persecute? Which is exactly what Jesus Christ said. You murdered those who announced the coming of the righteous one, whose murderers you all, you all Jews, have already become. When's the last time you heard that from the pulpit? Oh, you know, well, we don't believe that anymore. We, uh, you know, that was way back then, and, you know, God loves the Jews, and they're his chosen. And, you, and this is the process of overlaying the Holy Scriptures with your man-made traditions, the precepts of the elders, which is what the Talmud becomes for the Jews in respect to the Torah, to the Law and the Prophets. Evangelicals and the mainstream churches, main, mainstream churches are just farther ahead, ahead on that one, have done the same thing. They've done the same thing. Yeah, nah, you know, we understand what Genesis chapter 1 says, 1 through chapter, verse 4, verses 1 through 4. But, you know, that's just... Yeah, you know, we you know, that's okay. Just never mind all that stuff. You gotta focus on John three sixteen. That's it. First few chapters of the book of Genesis, first few verses of the first chapter of Genesis say that the earth was created before the sun, the moon, and the stars. Church rejects that. By and large rejects that. Completely rejects that idea. My question is if you reject that, why do you accept John three sixteen? Why? I'll tell you why, because they, they think they can say that and not get in trouble with other people. Now, if they try to convert a Jew, they're going to be accused of anti-Semitism. <laughs> Jews are very jealous of the souls they're dragging into hell. They don't want anybody to convert. Why am I saying this? Go all the way back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Go all the way back to the book of Acts. But the church is terrified of the Jews. Now, granted, there's a long history of this. There's a long history of this. The disciples were terrified of the Jews, terrified of them. They, they went to Jesus, and they said, Jesus, God, Jesus, Jesus, man, don't you know you're, you're offending them? You're offending the Jews? Don't you know that? They were terrified, terrified. Because they knew what was going to happen. They knew what the power they had. 
And Jesus said, I, I don't care. They're, they're blind guides. And he, they're going to fall into a pit, and anybody that follows them will fall into a pit. But the church grows right down that path, goes right down, the, venting our own traditions, our own precepts of men, going right down that path. We're not getting out of this mess by doing the same things harder. There's going to have to be a, 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 a radical, and radical means returning to the root. So what's the radical of four? It's two. What's the radical of nine? It's three. What's the radical of 16? It's four. What's the radical of 81? It's nine. Uh, and, and so on. It's going to the root of the problem and to the solution. And the solution is what the Holy Scriptures say. Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9, John 8.44, 1 Thessalonians 2.15, 1 John 2.22, and on and on and on. Genesis 3.15. If you want a good theological foundation, it goes right back to Genesis 3.15, and the church rejects Genesis 3.15. Here's where God Almighty, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ comes down to the garden. He, he's, he's talking to Adam and Eve and the serpent. He gets down to the serpent, the snake, the devil, Satan. He says, listen, I'm going to put enmity which is a hatred even unto death, between you and the woman, between her seed and your seed. Who's the seed of the woman? It's Jesus Christ. And by extension, all that are in Jesus Christ, born again of his blood, born again of the word of God. Who's the seed of the serpent? Jesus Christ and John the Baptist were explicit, explicit on who the seed of the serpent was. They, they went right there. You brood of vipers, you brood of vipers, how shall you escape the sentence of hell? What's a brood? It's the offspring of. It's the children of. What did Jesus say? He says, you are of your father, the devil. It's explicit. You don't have to guess. Well, we can't say that. That's anti-Semitic. Well, that's what you did. You've, you've gone the way of the Jews. What you've said is, say, you know what? We don't like what the Scripture said. We don't like what Jesus Christ said. So we're going to reinterpret it with our traditions. That's exactly what that is. Well, you know, what would Jesus do? What Jesus would do is what Jesus did. It, he would say what he said. But you're more righteous than Jesus Christ, <laughs> church. You won't say what Jesus Christ said. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, what's your, Fritz, what's your deal with the Jews? I said, I just say what the Scriptures say. All I do is say what the Holy Scriptures say. That's all I do. I'm loyal to my Master. I'm loyal to my God. I'm loyal to my King. I'm loyal to Jesus Christ. That means I'm loyal to His words and what He said. I'm not ashamed of what He said. I'm proud of what He said. I boast in what He said. I back up what He said. I'll say it publicly. And, 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 the, and if the seed of the serpent have got a problem with it, that's not my problem. My problem is being proud of Jesus Christ, being proud of the words of Jesus Christ, being proud of saying and repeating what Jesus Christ said and declaring it boldly. Jesus said, hey, I'm going to whisper some of the things in your ear. You need to go out there and shout it from the rooftops and proclaim it publicly, that, that which I show you in secret. And I look at the Scripture and say, this ain't even secret. Everybody's got a Bible on their shelf, even if it was their grandma's. And I've gone to great lengths to keep repeating over and over and over again in the Holy Scripture, in, at bloodandfaith.com, writing out the Scriptures. Here's what it says. Here's what it says. And they have eyes, and they can't see, and they got ears that they can't hear. Lest I turn and heal them. 
Let that not be the case for the church. Let that not be the case for the Europeans. Let that not be the case. Oh, well, here's what the Word of God says. No, we can't, we can't hear that. We can't see that. <laughs> Let me be like Balaam's ass. I'll go out there and I'll bray. <laughs> be this strange thing that people look and go, what the heck is going on there? If I'm not saying the words of God, if I'm not saying what the Holy Scripture says, reject me. Cast me out. But if I'm saying explicitly what Jesus Christ said and what the Holy Scriptures say, hey, pay attention. At the end of the day, there has to be a radical return to truth, a radical return to Jesus Christ. I don't mean, you know, people say, oh, you know, be a radical Christian. And what does that mean? What does that even mean? You can't be loyal to what Jesus Christ said, the hard things. I'm just starting, baby. Not for this podcast. I'm going to close out here. But i got a lot of work to do at bloodandfaith.com. The rod is deep. The deception is strong. You want a cure for deception? It's the Holy Scriptures. Fritz Berger and bloodandfaith.com. See you soon.